And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, and God bless you all. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, an attorney and a partner at the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are attorneys who follow Jesus, all of us, focusing on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration, and defending religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Or call 312-726-1243 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to keep up to date on our show. Here's the question. How many pastors, how many churches truly expect to be involved in a lawsuit or legal battle during the course of their ministry? Sadly, it's becoming increasingly necessary for churches and pastors to prepare themselves and protect themselves for legal confrontation. Today, we'll be speaking with Ray Casalonis, who serves as senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom's Center for Christian Ministries. Since joining ADF, that's since joining Alliance Defending Freedom, Ray has focused his practice on representing churches, religious ministries, and Christian schools to ensure their freedoms are protected under the First Amendment. Ray works directly with the Alliance Defending Freedom Church Alliance, which was founded to support the increasing legal needs of churches across the United States. Ray, you are very welcome and a needed guest to our show. God bless you. God bless you, John. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start out simple here. Not everybody's heard of Alliance Defending Freedom. What is Alliance Defending Freedom and and where does it stand in the legal uh, landscape across uh, America today? Absolutely. Yeah, Alliance Defending Freedom is an alliance-building legal organization advocating for religious freedom for churches, uh, the sanctity of human life and marriage and family. And we've been doing that for almost 25 years now. And your alliance, who's, who are the allies that's right. Great question. We, we have uh, a network of Christian attorneys all across the country, uh, over 3,200 Christian attorneys and several hundred uh, Christian businesses that partner with us uh, to, to advance the, the mission of ADF, which is to keep the legal doors open for the gospel. And by God's grace, we've done just that. Uh, we have been involved in 54 Supreme Court, that's U.S. Supreme Court victories, Countless that again. Courts how, how, and how federal many, district courts. Say that again. How many Supreme Court cases? Yeah, fifty-four. Some part in, in, in fifty-four Supreme Court victories. Wow, wow. That's that's the kind of uh, spiritual reinforcement that the people of God need, and that's the reason to back the Alliance Defending Freedom. You can also be an ally by by donating or uh, locally promoting the Alliance Defending Freedom. You don't even have to be a lawyer. I, I know that's some right. people who Absolutely. aren't. <laughs> now, right. one, of, right. one, of, one of the ministries 
that the Alliance Defending Freedom has recently launched is the ADF Church Alliance. How did that get started, and why is it a valuable resource for churches? Yeah, the Church Alliance, ADF Church Alliance, is a new initiative, John, that ADF launched oh, within just the last year and a half, even under the last year and a half, because we see an increasing need to engage, empower, and protect the church in America. The threats to religious freedom are more real now than they've ever been before, and the Church Alliance was created to help lift the legal burden off the shoulders of pastors so they can focus on what God has called them to do, which is shepherd their flocks. The Church Alliance was uh, kind of the brainchild of our new uh, president, CEO, and general counsel, Mike Ferris. Many of your listeners might know Mike Ferris's name from his work with the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, also known as HSLDA. And what he did there was create a membership model wherein homeschool families could join and, and, and receive uh, legal protection for issues they were facing. And that membership model uh, worked very, very well. And so when Mike became president and CEO and general counsel of ADF, he saw the need that was in the increasing need for legal protection for churches across the country and thought, let's do the same sort of thing for churches. For, for a low annual membership fee, churches join and receive robust religious liberty-specific legal protections. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you added that because when I first heard about it, my my thoughts were, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to compete against ADF. They're too big, and, and they got too much money." But uh, uh, it, it it's not designed that way. The the uh, Church Alliance is designed to be cooperative with the local attorneys, and it only covers certain areas of of right. law and legal protection. So could you uh, give us some examples of what would be protected and what wouldn't be protected for churches that join the church alliance? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's exactly right. A lot of, a lot of churches are uh, understandably in a position where they already have an attorney they work with. And maybe it's a general counsel. If it's a big church, that person might be on staff already um, or, or certainly on retainer. Otherwise, they just know somebody in the congregation that they're very comfortable with and used to working with. Uh, that's a local lawyer in their community. And the church alliance is not designed to supplant that, that attorney, that legal counsel, but rather to come alongside it. And the reality is, is that Churches face enough issues that are outside of the scope of religious liberty, uh, which is what ADF's Church Alliance focuses on. Uh, thank you. That's uh, You're hearing Ray Casalonis, who serves as senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom Center for Christian Ministries. And he's telling us how the Alliance Defending Freedom uh, Church Alliance can help churches all over the all over the country. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio, and I'm John Malk. And Ray, uh, let's say uh, churches are threatened all, all the time without actually being threatened. You're going to lose your tax exemption if you if you talk about this politician that uh, endorses abortion, and you and you bring that into a a service, or you talk about uh, gay marriage and say that that's uh, not God's plan. Uh, a lot of pastors want to avoid getting sued. Is that the kind of thing where the Alliance Defending Churches would step in and provide protection if they're sued? 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a big free speech and free exercise area. And we believe strongly that pastors have the right to, to preach and speak according to the, the dictates of their conscience as they're led by the Spirit. Uh, at, the, at the same time, we are not scoff laws, so we respect the law, but at the same time, we really want to help churches uh, engage and advance their First Amendment religious liberties. Now, uh, should a church just um, be aware of this new program, and then if they have a problem, they can join up and be covered, or, or do they need to subscribe and be covered before the issue arises? We would highly recommend that churches join in advance before a problem arises, because as you know from your practice, John, sometimes when issues arise, it, it, it's a little too late. Uh, but the reality is if we're proactive and have uh, just, a, just a, a proactive view on these legal issues, we can take great precautions beforehand. And ADS Church Alliance, that's a big part of what I do. We, we absolutely engage in litigation after churches are, are in some sort of legal issue. But a large part of what the Church Alliance does is, uh, in essence, review work, uh, review governing documents and, and things that make the church run on a daily basis before there's trouble in order to make sure churches are well protected before issues arise. Well, you, you mentioned the church governing documents. So you've got bylaws and the Constitution. Uh, we see issues often with uh, facilities policies. Mm -hmm. Suppose suppose you're renting your church out um, every every couple of weeks or four or five times a year to non-members so they can get married. And mm -hmm. uh, you want to bless marriage, and you could use the extra income. And and if if you can get people to come to the church. Uh, they may eventually join the congregation or get saved. Sure. So uh, that's a frequent scenario. And then someone comes to him and says, uh, uh, me and my buddy, two guys, uh, we're going to get married, and we want to have a, a real nice church uh, ceremony. And since you've opened your doors to uh, other non-members, uh, can we get married at your church? Uh, what, and the pastor says, we don't approve of gay marriage. And then there's a lawsuit. Is that where you'll step in? Yes, absolutely. Uh, first, it's important, John, that, that pastors know that we are nowhere near a place in this country where pastors are going to be forced to be doing gay weddings, to, to officiate gay weddings. Uh, but more specifically to your facility use question, that's a great question because that's a, a, that's a concern we hear daily. And the answer is we have steps in which we want to put a church in the right position to be able to say, this church is open uh, to these kinds of weddings, and we define what kinds of weddings we're talking about. That is those that God defined in Genesis chapter 2, biblically-based weddings between one man and one woman. And those kinds of definitions and clear statements, they help prepare churches against just those sorts of attacks. Coming up, we'll talk further with Ray Castellonis of Alliance Defending Freedom and how the Alliance Defending Freedom Church Alliance can make an immediate impact for the kingdom and protect your church.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner of the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. And we're talking with Ray Casalonis about the Alliance Defending Freedom's Church Alliance. And we're also going to ask him about the Ministry Alliance. Uh, Ray, before the break, you indicated that gay marriages uh, that want to be imposed on certain churches, that is, uh, people coming and saying, we want to be married in your churches, that's the kind of thing you would defend against. Do you have any of those cases pending now? Not right now. Most of the cases we have actually ongoing are what we call religious land use cases, or lupa cases, where, or, where local communities um, have somehow infringed on the right of, of a church to, to locate and actively exercise their faith in a certain area. So that's really the focus of, of many of the, the ongoing cases we have right now. All right. Do you have any other examples of the type of thing that you would be defended against if a church doesn't have a land use issue? Sure, yeah. One of the biggest, uh, back to your example about facility use with regard to weddings, uh, another good example that's along those same lines, but, but outside of the wedding context, is, but still in the facility use context, is what, what about members of the congregation that want to use the church for facilities for some sort of for-profit activity? This is a big question uh, that, that churches call us with all the time. There's legitimate concerns there. One is the, the property tax exemption that they receive from their local county tax assessor. And the other is potentially opening up their facility to be what is called a place of public accommodation. And a lot of sexual orientation, gender identity laws are, are attaching to businesses through the opening up of the business as a place of public accommodation. One of the jobs of the ADF Church Alliance is to make sure churches are never in a position that they could be considered a place of public accommodation. That's a case that ADF would litigate all day, every day. Yeah, and ADF has done a spectacular job in winning some of those cases, but uh, I fully agree with you that the, the best policy is to know what the law is and avoid the problem. Then you don't have to get into a lawsuit, which even if you win, it can be discouraging to members. And even if ADF picks up the tab, it can be wear and tear on the board and on the pastor and and everyone involved and d distract from the mission of the gospel. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you mentioned property taxes. Does ADF help churches get property tax exemption? Does it defend if their property tax exemption is threatened? because they've had a uh, for-profit uh, use, they rented the uh, property out, let's say to uh, a heterosexual marriage, uh, uh, just a traditional wedding ceremony, and, and the assessor says, well, now you gotta pay some property taxes because you have a business. Does ADF help them get the exemption, keep the exemption, uh, fight in court if the exemption is challenged? Yes. Uh, well, the, the answer to your first question is we will not actively help churches get an exemption on the front end, but if they have an exemption that is then being challenged by the local uh, uh, county tax assessor, we will absolutely look at every situation on a case-by-case -case basis and, and help them retain their tax exemption when appropriate. And the reality is that it might, might 
that process might require us to say, now this is, this is what the law requires and this is where you're at. So we need to make some changes in order to minimize the taxes that, that are going to have to be imposed because the, there was a for-profit activity in there at some point, but at the same time position the church to retain all of their property tax exemption if that's what they want, while at the same time limiting how much the county actually gets because of, of what might have happened. The reality is we want to keep churches out of that situation altogether. Now, as you address these problems, are you then bringing in your staff from, uh, from Arizona and Washington, D.C. and around the country, or are you uh, contacting local lawyers who are allies of ADF and asking them uh, to help uh, address the issue? Yeah, great question. We have on staff over 60 attorneys. And so between the, the, the attorneys that we have on staff and, of course, our allied network, we have robust coverage in every single state in this country. Just on the Center for Christian Ministries, we have probably half the states covered in terms of who has licenses to practice law in certain states. Just for example, uh, I'm licensed in three states. My coworker is licensed in four states that are different than the three I'm licensed in. So just between the two of us, there's seven states right there. With that being said, we rely regularly on our vast network of allied Christian attorneys. Like I said before, it's over 3,200. So when we have a state-specific issue that happens to not be covered by a state, uh, by one of our attorneys in terms of licensing, we reach out to our local councils there and, and, and they shepherd us and guide us and kind of serve as that local presence from a, um, from a practitioner standpoint. Uh, amen. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker, and we're speaking with Ray Casalonis, Senior Counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom, about the ADF Church Alliance. And Ray, uh, as you were uh, explaining the coverage that ADF has, you also mentioned another organization which you haven't introduced, the ADF Ministry Alliance. Uh, what is that and how does that uh, uh, differ or how is that connected to the ADF Church Alliance? Well, what happened was when we launched the Church Alliance, like I said, just about a little uh, less than a year and a half ago, we realized fairly shortly, uh, fairly quickly, I should say, that there were a lot of ministries that would hear about what we were doing. That is to say, um, parachurch ministries, uh, Christian schools that weren't aff affiliated with any particular church, or um, maybe a, a faith-based uh, food pantry or homeless shelter. The point is there are a lot of Christian ministries that we're hearing about what we were doing and saying we could really use some, some of that sort of uh, protection as well. Um, do you have anything for us? I know this is the church alliance is designed just for the church, but do you have anything for, for faith-based ministries? And the answer at the time was no, but we quickly realized it needed to be yes. So just, um, oh, just uh, early October, we launched the ministry alliance alongside the church alliance. Okay. It sounds, uh, Sounds great to have all this protection, but this really isn't insurance. If a, if a church incurs a liability and has to, has to pay, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom isn't paying the cost of the damages that may be assessed against the church. It's, it's just protecting them 
from the legal expense. Is that right, or am, am I missing no. that? That's perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's right. For, for a low annual membership fee, churches and can join the church alliance and ministries can join the, join the ministry alliance. And, and what that includes is, is a, a religious liberty audit, we call it, where, where you, the churches or the ministries send us their governing documents. And for churches, like you said, that might include uh, bylaws, constitution, facility use policies for schools. It might include uh, employee handbooks or parent-student handbooks. Uh, it runs the gamut, but the point is we'll go through that with a fine-tooth comb, share the concerns and our concerns in areas of protection and commendation with, with uh, the ministry leaders, church leaders. Um, all of that's included for, say, for example, a church, a small church that has up to 150 congregants um, on an average Sunday. That's $250 a year, John. So it's, it's not $250 a month. It's $250 a year. But... And so I want to stress how affordable that is for that kind of religious liberty audit. But now I'm going to sound like a TV infomercial, and I'm going to say that's not all. Uh, what really I think is one of the most valuable benefits is that they have a religious liberty attorney at their disposal where, where they can call someone and just ask any question. If it's religious liberty related, we will absolutely handle it. If it's not religious liberty related, what I like to say is we will, at the very least, point them in the, in the right direction. Maybe say that's a question for your, your general liability insurance policy uh, provider. Call them. Or that's a question for one of your local counsel, local attorneys. Let us get you set up with a Christian attorney who's allied with ADF. So it's a robust protection. And, of course, we'll represent you in court if necessary as well, all for that same low annual fee, of, again, for a small church, $250 a year. Now, is this also available if you're part of a hierarchical church, quasi-hierarchical like a Presbyterian or Methodist? Does that, does that disqualify you because you already have a denominational structure? No, not at all. In fact, we work with uh, quite a bit of denominations across the country wherein the denomination as a whole uh, signs up with us. And then they push this out and recommend it to their individual churches. Um, oh, and, and oftentimes those include great benefits and, and price breaks. Amen. Wow. Thank you. We've been speaking with Ray Casalonis, the Alliance Defending Freedom Church Alliance. Uh, thank you so much, Ray. How can people learn more about the ADF Church Alliance and how to sign up? Well, thank you for having me, John, and we would encourage folks to go to adfchurchalliance.org and get all the information there. And, of course, if they have a question, just call ADF up, uh, and we'd be happy to talk with them. All right. Well, thank you again. And if you have a legal need, listeners, or questions and want perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. Let me spell that out. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. A Christian law firm based right here in Chicago, serving churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal need. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.